Hi, I'm Ben Kazee. Today I interviewed Dan Kazee, a professional treasurer and an antique video game collector. He also is a husband and father. As a matter of fact, he happens to be my father. When I first learned that he collected antique video games, I was astounded. Now, I always look forward to having video games delivered in the mail. In this episode, he shares his story. Okay, thank you for coming, um, Mr. Daniel Kazee. Um, so, first of all, why don't you tell us how you got interested in the treasury or business or all that kind of stuff? Well, Ben, I guess to answer that question, I'd have to explain what I studied in college. As you know, you can choose a lot of different topics to study in college, even in uh, that, that goes for undergrad and grad school. Mm -hmm. So in undergrad, I ended up getting my degree in business business college uh, specifically my degree was in management that doesn't really mean anything it's just I just got a business degree uh, so my first job was in insurance which I did for a little over two years what was the company the company was USAA which mm -hmm. is, which is a pretty big insurance company although most people haven't heard of them and then did you find out like how to deal with people and they got like mad actually I did that job and uh, I was a claim adjuster which uh, which involved talking to people who had who were who filed claims on their car insurance, and uh, and as you might guess, people who've been in car, who've been in car accidents aren't really happy. So I was talking to people who were most of the people I talked to were not very happy. Um, so that that job, I really just wanted to try something else. So that's when I went to graduate school. So it wasn't your favorite, really. Yeah, that, that's right. And was that like, did you do that in college or was like that? Um... Just after college. No, uh -huh. no experience with it, like working part-time before college. Um, so after doing that, I went back to grad school, um, which is uh, which is right around the time I got married, actually, which worked out really well. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, went to grad school. In grad school, I also got a business degree. So very mm -hmm. similar to my undergraduate degree. It's just a little bit harder, a little bit more involved. Now that, that degree got me a job at a bank in Jacksonville in the Treasury Department. And did you like try to get a job there or did they like want you? That's a good question. Um, the uh, How that process works is you, you normally are going to apply for a lot of different yeah. companies. Is at a, In a program like that, you really want to get a good job. So you're really working hard to get a good job. So you yeah. apply at lots and lots of places. So that was one of the places where I applied, and they and they decided to offer me a job. And would you say you learned like all of your things in college, or did you learn it like part of it, like when you applied, and were just kind of, or were you like learned most of the things in college, but then it, um, what, what was the place called that you worked? The of uh, the insurance company USAA. No, 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 no. I mean where you um. Got hired. I got hired. The bank that I started working for at that time was called Everbank. And uh, as far as how much I knew about my job, like before I started, you know, it really that really varies a lot depending on which type of degree you get. Some yeah. degrees you pretty much know everything you need to know with the degree, and the day you start working, you're good. 
Not the case with my degree. I knew very little of what I needed to know, but I guess I knew enough for them to hire me. I guess they thought I could uh, I could pick it up. So uh, so most of what I needed to know for the job, I just learned as I went. And how long did that take? I'd say I'm still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but did you, or have you did you ever reach a point where you thought, hey, I think I'm getting like I think I've learned like a lot of this. You know, the, uh, the, the type of role I have, there's a uh, touch on a number of different subjects and uh, all of them are pretty complicated and it just takes, it requires a lot of people to, 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 uh, uh, to address them. So some things I know more about than others, but you know, a, a lot of really complex fields, the more you learn about them, the more you realize that there's a lot you don't know. So. Uh -huh. um. And were there like a, I don't know, should I say like group of people who trained you or is there this one guy who really worked with you? It changed over time. I don't think there was like one person who uh, who really trained me. Yeah. Um, oh, and you know, to answer your last question, I'd say maybe after like five years or so, I kind of felt like I was maybe adding some value. <laughs> so it did take a while. Uh-huh. And... To pick up where we are, um, let's say about um, when you first got hired, did you did you have any idea that you were going to keep on doing this for over a decade? No, I really didn't. Um, I thought at the time that that was where the Lord had opened the door for Mom and I to get a job, and uh, and that's uh, and so that's that's where I was, and that's what. Uh, that's what I intended to do at the time, and uh, I've just taken it step by step since, and that's where the Lord has kept me all this time. And did you did, did your like I don't know how to word this, but how many like what some might know as a boss is did you have? How many different bosses did I have? Or have you had? Mm -hmm. The guy who hired me when I started was my boss for about 11 years oh, wow. he finally retired two years ago and so since he retired i've had one or two different bosses since then so and the what best, was his name the the guy who's my boss the month, most of that time yes. that was jeff smiley he was the treasurer of the bank and did you like when you first met were you like hey i kind of like did you come home from work one day say to your wife hey i kind of like this guy or was it kind of like, yeah, he seems nice enough? Or, well, like, was it, what I mean by that was, what is it, was it a gradual process? It was definitely a gradual process. He, uh, he was, uh, he was a good bit older than me, so it wasn't like someone I could you know, easily relate to as far as being a similar age or similar mm -hmm. stage in the career. But he had decades more experience than, than I did, so he, he wasn't going, he wasn't, wasn't in a place where he could take a lot of time to explain every little thing to me. Yeah. Um, so, um, so uh, it's not that not that I didn't like him right away, but definitely didn't feel close. Um, but uh, so it took a while, but eventually came to have a uh, a lot of respect for him and his uh, and, and his leadership. And I, I think he uh, he um, I think he appreciated my my contributions too. Um, so definitely a gradual process. Yeah, it's good. And what would you think of your bosses now? My bosses now? 
Um, well, the uh, there's been a good bit of uh, there's been a good bit of change since. And by the way, this is a public thing, so if you don't feel comfortable telling the truth, I can edit this. <laughs> no problem. Um, there's been a good bit of change since that that boss Jeff retired. So I've had two or three different bosses since then. And if we skip like ahead, like we're jumping from the beginning to the end, which isn't always great, but um. Why do you think that happened? I understand that Everbank was bought by a large company called TIAA Bank, mm -hmm. and that that um, that previously you had had only one leader of the whole bank, but now there's a company operating the whole bank. Do you think that um, everything's changed due to that? A good question. A combination of reasons. I think one one big thing that uh, has affected my, the area I work in is that Jeff retired. He didn't leave because of the, the acquisition. He just left because he was he was ready to retire. Yeah. And of course that brought on some changes with other people being in charge of the department. Then the, the larger company being acquired, the, the, the bank as a whole being acquired by the much bigger company, that's that's brought on higher level changes. So really both. Mm -hmm. um, a, lot's, a, a lot has kind of changed gradually since since that happened uh, two, two and a half years ago. But, uh, but both reasons, the retirement of of uh, Jeff and the acquisition. And do you think they are good changes or do you think they're lousy changes or do you think they're just fine and that you don't really care about what they do as long as they're still paying you? Well, actually my my day-to-day -day job, my uh, my responsibilities uh, in particular are really the same that they were three, four, five years ago. Yeah. So uh, to a large extent, I'm, I'm doing the same things. Um, I've, I've taken on some additional things as well, but for the most part, my day-to-day -day responsibilities <laughs> haven't changed very much. So things are uh, bigger. Bigger things have changed in the company, but my my immediate set of duties are really unchanged. Yeah. Um. And does anyone work for you? Uh. Yes. I have. Uh, I have three. Three people report to me. Um. So I'm. So I'm responsible for uh, just making sure they're. Uh, they're supporting the responsibilities I have, and that's that's my that's the my primary responsibility with managing them. But when uh, for the time I am managing whoever it is, I try to make sure they're uh, they're they're learning and are going to be growing in their careers for the, however much time they are working for me. And when did you start getting coworkers? Uh, you mean people that reported yes. to me? Yes. Uh, right about eight and a half, almost nine years ago. Well, so if you've been working there for about a little under 13 years, that's, let's just say, 8 minus 13 would be um, 5 years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that um, was the time you started feeling good. I remember one time, um, one of your workers didn't have a place to spend Thanksgiving, and we, um, and you invited them to your mother's house for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of neat. Um, but skipping ahead a little, um, do you think that your workers, um, do, what do you think of the, like, do you think they're there to, like, learn, or you think, do you think of it more like you're there to, like, I, I need to train them, or do you think, like, they're, they've kind of got it by now? Like, what do you think of that? Like, have you had the same coworkers over a long period of time? Or did they change every two years? I don't 
Uh, well, recently, the uh, the people that have reported to me, there's been more turnover, meaning just uh, they, they don't stay a really long time. Yeah. That does make it harder. If uh, if people stay on the team for 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 years, then they, they know more and can do more, yeah. and I uh, I can I can worry about what they're doing less. For newer people, it's just uh, uh, the specific set of things we have to do. It usually requires a good bit of uh, training and a good bit of uh, them learning the learning what to do. Um, so, uh, so um, it's uh, try to hire people who are going to be able to learn quickly on their own. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm responsible for them doing what they need to do. So often yeah. I have to take the time to train them and help them. And if you don't mind, could you like take us through the ranks, like where you are when you first um, get, let's just say, a job, where you first get a job there, and then where you know you're climbing the ladder until. You get to the top where you're like, I don't know, let's say, mm-hmm. at your boss's boss. Like, sure thing. What Blake used to be. So in, in banking, you could kind of think of an entry-level job as an analyst level. Yeah. And uh, so that's more entry-level. You're just doing things that other, other people give you. You're not really directly <coughs> of much above the analyst level. If you're proficient at that and do it for, for several years, uh, next level would be a, like a, a manager or a vice president. Uh-huh. Now, when you vice president in banking context, don't think like vice president of the country where there's just one. Yes. At your average bank, there's like vice presidents everywhere. And how many would you say are in everywhere? Uh, at a bank like uh, the size of mine, there's probably, I don't know, at least 200 or so. And what rank are you at? So that's that's the rank I am. So if I'm considered the vice president. So you could go up to people and say, I'm the vice president of my bank. <laughs> yeah, and if people knew about banking, they wouldn't be impressed because they would know that's uh, common in banking. So uh-huh. so analyst level, then vice president. Above that is something something like senior vice president. That's uh, that so. Uh, uh, that that would be in charge of several vice presidents and and more uh, just more. Uh, are responsible for a lot more. About, so we're talking like your boss. Correct. Yes. Um, yeah, basically. Um, above that would be an executive vice president. Um, yeah. So. Uh, uh, so Jeff, the old treasurer, he was a senior vice president. Yes. And then above his level was the executive vice president, and uh, above executive vice president, they're, they're generally going to report to the bank president who's in charge of the bank yeah and just a quick question about TIAA since it's a company is there like a head of the whole company is there a man who's like the leader or the manager or like the leader of the whole company uh yes but say yes there's a uh, like in like the bank, there's a president that's in charge, yeah. and the the larger company, which is TIA, which owns the bank and owns other smaller companies, the guy in charge is called the uh, he's the CEO. It stands for Chief Executive Officer. Actually, the the president of the bank is also the C- CEO of the bank. Um, so there is a CEO of the whole TIA company. Uh-huh. And the reason I say yes, but is because even though he's in charge of the company. Yeah. He really reports to a group called the Board of Directors. Yeah, you told me about them once. So most companies are going to have a Board of Directors. Mm-hmm. Um, and there may, be a, there may be other things that make it a little more complicated, but the thing to remember is that uh, everyone's really responsible to some, some authority. Yeah. 
Um, even the guy in charge of the whole TIA company is he's he's still accountable to the to the board. Yeah. And um, I think that kind of does it for a great. I definitely just acquired some good knowledge of your the where you work in the treasury. On um, that, let's go ahead and talk about um, something more unprofessional. I guess say your antique video game collection. So, uh, I'm, did you play video games as a kid? Uh, yes, I did. Um, that's that's a hobby a lot of people have. I think. Uh, um, uh, I don't know if it's as good of a use of time as other hobbies. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it can be time consuming and can be fun, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's a, uh, if it's really the, the, uh, the best use of, uh, the best use of time. So I'd recommend if, uh, for people who have that as a hobby, I would try to keep it to a, uh, keep it to a low amount of time. And did you keep it to a low amount of time? Um, I I don't know. I don't remember uh, what kind of time I I would have put into it when I uh, when I was in high school or college or whatever. Yeah. Um, I it didn't seem to get in the way of my studies, so Good. I think I think I did okay. Um, a big difference is that was really before uh, video games were all online. Yeah, like this uh, garbage called Fortnite came out. Yeah, that seems to be a lot more addictive than. The games people had back in the no 90s. offense Fortnite fans, but that's mm -hmm. just the way it is. Yep. Um, and when did you start collecting old video games like Super Nintendos and like the best of the PlayStation? Um. Uh. So I've got a few like like physical games because now you would just download it to your phone or whatever, yeah. but uh, back, uh, you used to be, you had to buy a, uh, either a disc, like a, similar to like a DVD, or a, uh, or a cartridge, similar to like a flash disc. Yeah. Um, uh, so you used to have to get those. Um, so, uh, probably within the last several years, um, I might have gotten a, uh, I just thought it would be cool to have a like a heart, an actual copy of a uh, of an old game just to just to sit on the shelf just for nostalgic value. Yeah. Um, I've also got a uh, a piece of hardware that'll play some like original cartridges. It just, is, I'm sorry. What is that? So it, the company that makes it is called Analog, and it it's uh, it's like a reproduction of hardware for something called a Super Nintendo, which oh. was, that was around back in the, uh, in the early 90s. Yeah, I'll tell you, I've heard of the Nintendo Switch, but I have not heard of that. Yep, same company, that's, uh, so that's a company that's been around in, in that business for a while. Yeah. Um, and I understand, I, I, um, I think it's kind of interesting, your, uh, video game things, but do you, like, as it, like, would they, is it a possibility that you would be playing the same game you did, I don't know, let's just say middle school? That's possible. I think, yeah. uh, yeah, some of those games, yeah, the, uh, the old games I've got, the old games that I have, like, in the, sitting on a shelf or in, like, a, in the closet or whatever, it, it, yeah, it would have been a game that, uh, that I either liked or had some, like, uh, some appreciation of, so yeah, sure.
Yeah, and I understand that one time you got a CD called like Best of the PlayStation or something, and it had like games. And I don't know if you still have it, but would your uh, Super Nintendo like reproduction thing would that be able to play those? Um. Yeah, well, it depends on what you're, which, what, what you were talking about specifically. Like what I'm basically saying is, would your Super Nintendo be able to play, uh, an, an like an old game that like um, yes, for like Xbox or something? Well, the uh, the one I've got can play original Super Nintendo games. Yeah. Um, so it could play, uh, it could play the. Game cartridges that were made for for that hardware back in the uh -huh. uh, like early mid nineties. That just that though. And did you collect them as a kid? Um, uh, my brother and I definitely had a number of games. <laughs> I, I think they're probably still sitting in a closet at uh, at my mom's house. Don't sell them. <laughs> right. So uh, so uh, we didn't like we weren't collecting them to as a collection. We just had had the games we wanted to play. Yeah. Well, I think that basically covers everything I wanted to talk about. Thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for having me. Those were good yeah. questions. Thank you for um, listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time.